What's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News for this morning. We got a bunch of stories for you today. We have Al Capone's cars getting sold at auction. We also have some news about the Pagans and Harley Davidson. But most of all, our favorite author is back. He's going to tell us the 15 things that a motorcycle club member has to abide by. Yes, Mr. Wizard's back with one of his deals from HotCars.com. This guy cracks me up. He really does. Uh, he's had the Banditos one we covered and the Ghost Riders one that we covered. So, yeah, it's pretty funny uh this dude he kind of like makes us laugh man he really does uh got some good news over on motorcycle madhouse radio our weekly season episodes starting with uh season three episode 14 uh we just got ourselves a new go-to license for radio we're gonna be playing independent artists man we're not gonna concentrate on all the you know the popular people man we're gonna concentrate on the little guy we're gonna be playing songs over on uh, the episodes now in between segments you'll be hearing some great ones if you're an independent band here's what you do to get on the program email an mp3 to info at insanethrottlebikernews.com and we'll get you on the show to showcase you over on the radio for the world to see. So let's start out our segment right now with Mr. Wizard. Here we go, Mr. Wizard's up, Aaron Pandir. <laughs> Mr. Wizard. And this from HotCars.com. Sorry if I got it wrong in the uh, intro, but it is HotCars.com. 15 motorcycle rules that club members have to follow. Life in a motorcycle club revolves around freedom and loyalty to its members. But failing to follow these 15 rules can result in dire consequences. <laughs> You're explaining like crazy stuff to me. Indeed. Thought getting into a motorcycle club was easy as pie if your ideal of being in a motorcycle club is based on the TV series Sons of Anarchy, you may be getting some wrong ideals about it all. There's a code of conduct that all motorcycle members need to follow and deviations can lead to fines and eventual expulsion. Motorcycle club uh, rivalries can get brutal violent <laughs> this freaking guy <laughs> sometimes leading to SOA style shootouts it's not an easy life within the club either with new members facing the wrath of older and more established members regularly <laughs> let's go to the list 15 members have to play nice while this may not be the rule for every club, many motorcycle clubs state their members need to show each other brotherhood and love. Of course, many motorcycle clubs also need newer members to show the utmost respect towards the founders and the veterans. So, you better toe that line. 
Sorry to the Buffalo soldiers in this one, man. <laughs> I know you guys are an awesome organization, but hey, Mr. Wizard's the one that uh, has you in there. 14 in one area, there can only be one. What is this, Highlander? According to the shortlist, there can only be one major motorcycle club in a state. This was probably the reason why the Banditos and Cossacks had a violent confrontation over Texas in 2015. The first major motorcycle club to wear the state name on their jackets insignia has rights over that state. You got it? That's what Mr. Wizard says. Though may allow smaller clubs to survive at their discretion. <laughs> That's the reason for the Waco shootout was, oh my god, Mr. Wizard! What are you doing to us out here? 13, there's a requisite number of riding miles per year. Being a part of a motorcycle club's being on a motorcycle. A lot. Most clubs have a requisite number of uh, ride miles per year for every member. If you don't ride that much, well, you're out of the club. If not that, then you may lose your ranking and privileges in the club as well. My God, Mr. Wizard, where are you getting all your information? 12. The motorcycle club is always priority number one. Uh, looks like he got the picture of the rebels out in uh, Australia in this one. There is a serious commitment required if you want to be part of a motorcycle club. Just drop it in now and then won't do. You have to be there if the club requires your presence. They do offer Ultimate Brotherhood once you become a trusted member, though. So it's for you to decide what's most important in your life. Eleven! Blind loyalty is a demand! <laughs> According to BBC, oh, we got a source from you. Loyalty is not just expected... It is demanded. As a motorcycle club member, you have to think of the club in any and every decision you make. With cops and motorcycle clubs having a mutual distrust, being in a club puts you in a gray area where cops view you with prejudiced eyes. No! Don't say it's not true. No, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> this freaking guy. Uh, Ten. When the club calls for a meeting, 100% attendance is the norm. You may be at a pivotal point in your career or a personal relationship, but if the motorcycle club you are a part of calls for a meeting, you drop it all and go. The only excuse that may bail you out is sickness or death, jail time, and of course, unavoidable professional duties. Then again, if you miss one too many meetings, you are out. You guys got that? Who are looking for joining a motorcycle club? Listen to Mr. Wizard. Nine. The meetings have a strict code of content. Oh, conduct. Uh-oh, they got the booze fighters in there. Looks like they got a bandito. Man. The meeting aren't just a drop by for a beer type of thing. They are conducted with further rules in place. A lot of the old timers of these clubs are ex-military. May, man, did you get one thing right? And have a liking for codes of conduct for just about everything. When it comes to meetings, most motorcycle clubs follow Robert rules of fair play. 
Eight. You need. You may need to race to prove your medal. <laughs> you may need to race. You know, this might be for some sport clubs. I got to give them that, but <laughs> sometimes as part of the initiation and to prove that you belong on a motorcycle, motorcycle clubs may command hopeful entrance to race. Oh, yeah. Some clubs include Hazen as a rite of passage. Yeah, clubs tagged as more violent have a hazen ritual for its new uh, recruits as well. This hazen could be violent in the form of beatings and shoving matches or be about drinking, forcing a rookie to drink. Uh, basically, it's called prospecting, Mr. Wizard. Others may need members to commit violence. That's number six. Number five, at motorcycle clubs, the shit does hit the fan. Sometimes the hazen's not violence-orientated at all, but can make many members balk at the eek factor of it all. Eek factor? What? Older and more venerated members often use bodily fluids and ways to soak a vest. A new member may then be asked to wear it and ride it until it dries. Boy, was that the old days you're talking about, Mr. Wizard. Far, most motorcycle clubs are male only. Why in the hell do you got pictures of Abib's cousins and wives and all that stuff in this picture? If you ain't over on uh, YouTube watching this, guys, over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever you're listening on, get over here and look at this. Most motorcycle clubs are white male only. Well, damn, I thought there was a white set, a black set, a mixed set. There's even gay sets, Leo sets. Oh my. Uh, though exceptions are made for men of color, female riders are nearly never part of an elite motorcycle club. Well, he's got that right, but what you got a beeb up there for, Mr. Wizard? Oh wait, you are a beeb. Three, the non-members are kept away from club business. Now, why the hell do you got a picture of Baca on this? Are you crazy, man? MC members have friends and families other than their motorcycle clubs, but non-members are never privy. No sh... Yeah. Two, biker gear needs to be treated with reverence. Got pictures of outlaws, banditos. The biking gear you wear as part of your motorcycle club is your identity. Duh. One, difficult as joining is, leaving is equally tough. If you're a part of an MC and want to part ways, leaving amicably is a tough nut to crack. Why? Just go in there, state your business, why you have to leave, maintain your friendships, and go on your way. What's so hard about that? My God, this is Mr. Wizard. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no way, man. Holy cow. This one, Mr. Uh, Wizard, Abib, whatever you want to call yourself, man. Not cool at all, my man. Not cool at all. This is not a good uh, list. Your other lists were a lot better. Anyway, let's go to Abib's cousin because Harley Davidson is in talks with Indian motorcycle manufacturer. This out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Rick Barrett out of Milwaukee. Seeking a bigger share of Indian, the world's largest motorcycle market, Harley Davidson has reportedly been in talks with Hero Motor Corp, a manufacturer of small bikes and scooters based in India. 
personally, I think you need to work on your home base before, you know, I know you have to go global and stuff, but work on your home base, man. Uh, you know, they've been working a lot on the bigger bikes. Yeah, they got, a, you know, a couple that are coming out that are smaller uh, CC and stuff. But if you see it's working in India, you see it's working overseas, and you know damn well there's a market here that's controlled by Honda and Suzuki, Yamaha, uh, the cows, uh, the uh, 1200 and CC and under crowd. Why don't you work on that here? No, you're skipping all over the place. And it goes on to say, while the partnership doesn't appear imminent, Hero Chairman Pawan Mujal was quoted by the Times of India saying that if Harley wants it, the sooner it happens, it's good for everyone. Uh-oh, somebody has some money thinking going on. It would not be surprising that Harley-Davidson's the world's largest maker of heavyweight motorcycles would want to collaborate with Hero, one of the world's largest motorcycle manufacturers, to gain a better foothold in Asia. Harley has partnered with a Chinese manufacturer to build small bikes for China, and it opened an assembly plant in Thailand to produce most of the company's motorcycles sold in the European Union, China, and Southeast Asia. So, Harley-Davidson is in talks with an India motorcycle manufacturer. Again, you know, why the hell aren't you guys working on the smaller CCs here in the States? I just don't get it, man. Somebody tell me why not. Uh, you'd think they'd have better sales with the smaller CCs than the big boars, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'll address that in uh, afterwards. Uh, Pagan Motorcycle Club member pleads not guilty out of the Times, West Virginia. By God, West Virginia. All my family come from there. Great people down in West Virginia. Hard-working coal miners. Woo! Pagan Motorcycle Club. This is by Aaron Heroin. Uh, the final of the four men indicted for the near-fatal assault of a Hells Angels Motorcycle Club member at BFS Foods last year in Whitehall pleaded not guilty to attempted murder at his formal arraignment Tuesday in Marion County Circuit Court. James Cody Biggie, 38, with the last known address, you know, you to read the article yourself, who was indicted for conspiracy to commit a felony, two counts of attempted uh, murder in the first degree, and two counts of malicious uh, assault appeared before Marion County Judge David R. Jaynes. He pleaded not guilty to all counts and waived the reading of his indictment. The judge put Biggie on the court calendar for a trial 9 a.m. April 15. Recently, three other men indicted on the same charges in the incident also entered a plea of not guilty at their formal arraignment. Uh, Eric Wildman, Biggie's attorney, said he will file a motion for bond reduction. Biggie is being held in the North Central Regional Jail on $1 million bond. You know, ain't that kind of excessive? You know, didn't the Constitution say something about uh, your granted bell that's not accessible or whatever the hell it is? I, you know, I haven't read that lately in the Constitution. I got to get back to that. Uh, but that's kind of excessive. You know, and that's why people are always talking talking about a two-tiered justice system. Anyway, uh, police described the melee as a fight between the Hells Angels and Pagan's Motorcycle Clubs at 1.50 p.m. on August 3rd. Uh, 
There was a 911 report stated that there was a fight stabbing in Fairmont between Hells Angels Club and uh, Pagan's Motorcycle Club. And that one of the Hells Angels members was being transported to Ruby Memorial Hospital. Uh, it'd be interesting if uh, any of the victims testify at this trial. And, uh, well, this is West Virginia, Pagan's Territory. I actually uh, have been doing a couple uh, segments about, you know, why motorcycle clubs might be worn the whole nine yards. And there's a current or uh, there's always a common denominator in that. So check out those uh, episodes. But let's go to something close to, you know, Chicago's heart, uh, Chicago's own Al Capone's bulletproof 1928 Cadillac sedan for a million bucks you can have it <laughs> by cbsnews.com Natasha Larnard uh, let's see here let's play a little bit you're not going to be able to see it if you're over on Motorcycle Madhouse but it is a green one and uh, boy is she slick 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 so, yeah, for a million bucks, you can own that. Uh, it's being sold by Celebrity Cars. The company selling the vehicle says the infamous gangster car is among the earliest surviving bulletproof vehicles fitted with glass almost an inch thick and lined with nearly 3,000 pounds of armor plating. It was a four-speed manual trans and logged about 1,100 miles, which, you know, back in the day... Uh, in that time, there wasn't that many roads out here. Uh, anywhere going out west, say, to St. Charles, well, yeah, there was North Avenue. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't the roads that we know nowadays, so that's a lot of miles. Uh, Capone apparently purchased a Cadillac from Emile Denemark, a relative by marriage who owned a dealership in Chicago. According to Celebrity Cars, it has a rear window rig to drop quickly, allowing occupants to fire upon would-be pursuers. I love it. Chicago, man. And you know what's funny? You talk to people outside of this, uh, the state of Illinois, and it's Illinois, not Illinois, okay? The, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, or anybody other, you know, over in a different country, it's always Al Capone that, you know, comes up with Chicago. Uh, let's see here. The modified uh, windows are also designed so the glass can be raised an extra inch or so, revealing a circular cutout large enough to accommodate a muzzle of a machine gun. Uh, Celebrity Car says the Cadillac's history has been documented since 32 and can be tracked through references in old papers, IRS records, and accounts provided by its most recent owners. The car was initially armored in a body shop owned by Ernest Capstron. His son Richard told Celebrity Cars. Anyway, boy, is she a beauty, man. Oh, they had that. Al Capone had style, then he had style. Uh, well we're going to go to another one here. killed in December. Police named a suspect a week after. There is a reward on this. News 5's Nicolette Schleissman is live at Mobile Police Headquarters with what the family is saying. Yeah, Amber, Jermaine Doolittle was shot on December 15th, and he died three days later. And this now was a real popular guy. He and his family are frustrated, waiting for answers, and they're taking action. Me personally, yeah, I want that closure. But that was my twin brother. It's been a long few months for Tremaine Doolittle and his family. We're looking for justice. 
And it's been two months and it's still no word, so. After his twin brother, Jermaine Doolittle, was gunned down on McLaughlin Drive. Mobile police say on December 15th, they were called to the area around 9 at night for a report of a shooting. When police arrived, they found 44-year-old Jermaine on the ground with a gunshot wound. And this one's coming out of uh, WKRG, Biker Dad. He's been following this one. Uh, actually, it's by Nicolette. But he's been following this case for some time now. And the family is putting up a, a $2,000 reward for uh, an arrest and conviction of the person responsible. And uh, Pritchard Boxing, Boxing Academy announced in December they were offering a $500 reward. Uh, Justice for Jermaine, that's what it's about. Uh, CEO of Pritchard's Boxing Academy. Doolittle says he just wants closure for his brother's death, and I just can I can't imagine uh, what they are going through with that. So, uh, information for annual rewards being offered in this case. Uh, okay, that is your news for this segment of Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. What do you got? You know what? Harley Davidson never ceases to amaze me. You know, I know they have to do global sales and stuff, but wouldn't you want to concentrate on your core business here in the United States, especially when you see it suffering with the sales that it is? The fourth color of numbers was just insane to drop. Indian went up. Harley-Davidson's been going down. So don't you think you need to start designing and getting out to the street some lower CC models? Because that's what's selling here, man. Your $30,000 bikes are not selling. Get, you know... Get a really nice bike, and I'm not talking about sporties because sporties are great bikes. I love them. I had millions of them. Uh, I love how the – anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to get into my uh, sportster stories and how they ride inside and out and all that. But you need to get some models on the street, man. You guys really made a stupid decision getting rid of Buell. You really freaking did. Uh, maybe bring something like that back again. Get uh, you know a nice sports bike out there at a sell. Because, uh, you know, these younger generations are into that sport bike stuff. So get into something like that. Where the hell is your designers? Where are you thinking outside the box? Just just saying, man. What did you guys think about El Capone's freaking uh, sale of uh, one million bucks? You better know how he is uh, rolling around in his grave knowing that he don't got that million bucks, man. He's uh, buried over there in Mount Carmel, Queen of Heaven. Uh, I... I lived in the area, so I got to see the grave and stuff. It's funny. When you go into the cemetery, you got popes, or you're not popes, my fault. You got uh, the cardinals and all that stuff from the city of Chicago on top of this hill, and around them is all gangsters like Dino Banyan and the rest of them. <laughs> it's some funny stuff. It really is. Only in Chicago, let me tell you. Only in Chicago. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we got that uh, Pagan News. And what did you think about the 15 things that motorcycle club members have to do? Do you think, so? you know, we need to contact Mr. Wizard 
and get him up to date on things, you know, instead of just reading uh, magazines and stuff. I think so. You know, that's just my point of view. You know, that's the third one that we've done, I think, so far. And I believe there's other ones because it must be a popular thing because he keeps on putting this stuff out. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't forget every Tuesday we have the seasonal episodes of Motorcycle Madhouse out on Spotify, iTunes, and the rest of them. You also can get your biker news out there. Take us with you. Uh, if you're an independent band, get them MP3s into Insane Throttle or info at Insane Throttle at bikernews.com and I'll go through them. And uh, the last time we did it, we had a lot of submissions, so give me uh, some time to go through it and I appreciate it. With that, stay cool and go get you some pink tacos, baby. All persons or persons in this newscast are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our other social media platforms.